0: Welcome to Breathing New Life, a podcast exploring and rediscovering new metal past, present, and future. In this episode, we'll be continuing exploring bands outside of the
1: U.S., Yep, that's right, we're gonna be heading on out to Europe and exploring some new metal bands, old and new. This episode mostly is bands from the United Kingdom, England, Ireland, Uh, Tom, if you don't mind, man, I'm going to kick it off. Uh, The first band that I got is from London, and I'm sure some of you guys might have heard of them. It's One Minute Silence. They're an Irish four-piece rap metal slash nu metal band based out of London. In the earlier days, they got together early 90s, and they were under the name Near Death Experience, and then after some time, they changed their name to One Minute Silence. So One Minute Silence, they got together in the early 90s. They had that name, Near Death Experience, before they became One Minute Silence. They had to change that because somebody else had the Near Death Experience band name, so they had to find another name to go with. Uh, Ended up getting signed, uh, had a recording contract with Big Cat Records in 1997 and released available in all colors, followed by in 2000 was probably one of their bigger ones, By Now Saved Later. Uh, That's where they actually had a hip hop producer record their album, which, you know, it's like the rap metal. Um, I just think it's interesting that they went, you know, more with a hip hop than a metal rock based uh, producer with that. So then, after that, they had one more final album, One Life Fits All. Uh, they released that on March thirty first of two thousand three, and then unfortunately, it was just a couple months later, in October of two thousand three, that they announced their split after eight years. Ever since then, they have tried to come back. They had a post. Like around 2010, stating that they're working on new material, they're gonna come back, Uh, ended up releasing an EP in May of 2013, Fragmented Armageddon. So that's a little bit of the background of those guys. Really good stuff, I'd say just, you know, for anybody that's fans of Snot, Primer 55, Stuck Mojo, uh, that is the kind of band uh, that would come to mind for you. They had a couple of really good songs that I like. Um, I would say out of all the albums, "By Now, Save Later, the one that came out in 2000, really, really good stuff. Just um, one of those bands I've never seen live, but I would absolutely love to. Uh, just It's just like high energy. And, and are you all that familiar uh, with One Minute Silence, Tom? Uh,
0: Yeah, I know there's a a couple of songs from them that I have listened to over the years. And they're one of those bands, once again, where I talk about that I rediscovered after getting back into new Metal all those years back. And Mm. I'm really trying to think of some of the songs that I am very familiar with with them. Uh, What are some of their popular songs again? Because you're going to have to kind of stir my brain here a little bit. It's been been Uh, one minute of silence since I last listened to them, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah, well, they had um, Holy Man is a good one. That's the one that's off the 2000 album, Buy Now, Save Later. Revolution, That's just like a good one. You just kind of like want to jump and and groove to. Uh, That's from the One Life It's All that came out in 2003. So Revolution, Holy Man. There's also Rise and Shine. Um, That's actually the first song that I ever heard of these guys because um, I had some buddies of mine that I've played in local bands around here. And they're like, hey, man, like, you know, you're a new metal guy, like One Minute Silence. I'm like, one minute what? (laughs) So, um, and this is probably around like... I'd say two thousand eight, two thousand nine, and yeah, they played me "Rise and Shine." It's just got like this really, like, really cool, like chill start to it, and it builds up. Um, you'll have to check it out for yourself, man. It's like it's just really good hip hop influence, rap, new metal. It's, it's so. Did you figure out what song or?
0: I am familiar with "Rise and Shine" to a degree. Mm-hmm. Drawing a blank on the on what song? It's like it's one of those things I had them in a playlist of uh-huh. new metal acts. And so I would just, you know, randomly hear them. I'd recognize that was the band, but I probably wasn't paying attention to what the name of the song was. Well, what it sucks is that I had the playlist on Google Play Music and Google mm-hmm. Play Music is dead now. So it, I have all my music that was saved up there, downloaded again, but I don't have like really the collection of the playlist like I had before. Ah. There are files there that supposedly have the playlist and I can somehow convert them to being able to listen to those playlists again. But I cannot remember the name of the songs off the my head, other than I do remember 210 Dog Years because that's a fairly unique uh, song
1: title Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Hmm, i really don't maybe i i I think revolution but i mean revolution is such a generic song name that i have no clue if it was one right. that i really listen to or not but i do remember listening to them a lot and like we talked about last week with the band scorch that you know he's got rather you know distinct vocals on their songs
1: yeah and just just like a lot of high energy and just i don't know it's just like it, like i said it'd be one of those bands i'm sure one of those live bands that you wanted to see and just you know just like just that music just gets you hyped up man
0: i was going to say they were a very higher energy band you know aggressive and not like super angry aggressive but just like the way that, that the energy that came out of their music was an aggressive energy and not really like super vulgar or anything like that very intense i got yeah intense it's got an in- intensity to their music that i remember listening to them
1: so uh, that's a good one to even like just to kind of go and like rediscover and listen to but um but yeah like like i was going back saying with with my buddies um that had have been like in maybe 2008 or nine so i didn't really hear about these guys until you know well after they they broke up but uh it's it's kind of cool though it's just like oh wow so but yeah that's that's the first one to kick it off uh tom what band do you got for us so
0: i'm actually jumping over to sweden for my band what i'm going to talk about is a band called headplate they were swedish new metal band formed back in the early 90s actually they're out of gothenburg sweden which is well known as like one of the uh, birthplaces of melodic death metal there's so many great metal bands that come out of gothenburg I really wanted to talk about Headplate style of music because I was listening to their albums recently, kind of catching up on the band again. Headplate, they're considered a new metal band, but when I was listening to them again, I would say that they, they do have songs that are new metal. They have songs that like incorporate sounds like DJ Scratching and, and such like that. But really, I heard a, like about at least half their songs were probably a kind of post-grunge alternative metal style. Mm-hmm. A little bit more more straightforward singing vocals, not really much in the way of like rapping style vocals. It was a little bit of harshness or whatever, but they, they do touch more on the kind of post-grunge and kind of also have the new metal style as well. So that's kind of good at, if right. you like that kind of style of music, that kind of like more alternative metal style of new metal.
1: I would say that that's kind of like the type that, you know. I mean, obviously, there's different types of like new metal, but that I do love the ones that kind of just throw in like a little bit of like that post grunge alternativeness and where it's a little bit more mel- vocally melodic and. and I
0: was going to say the Bull-Sized album, which has its own title track, Bull-Sized, is a pretty fucking awesome album. Definitely anybody who likes that style of new metal definitely needs to check out. That came out in 2000. The only thing I would say about that is you can hear a lack of production quality in there. I think it works for it. It seems kind of weird because it's from like 2000 and don't hear quite the level of production quality you might expect from bands at the time. Mm Mm-hmm. What's kind of interesting, and I think it's funny, they did have a single off that album and a video, and the name of that song is called Feel Like Porn. <laughs> Feel Like Porn. It was a very interesting uh, song name when I first came across that. Very interesting video, too.
1: I was going to say, with with that kind of title, what what kind of video was that? <laughs> For
0: the most part, it's just a bunch of guys in white in a kind of a darker area doing the song. That's what I remember of it. I. I I only watched the video once real quick, but it is a very good album. Their second album I was listening to called Delicate, that was a lot more mm-hmm. post-grunge style than I would call bullsized would be. A very good track, though, especially if you're like a fan of Deftone-style music, is a song called Silk. That's a really good track there. But like I said, it, it comes off with a little bit more of a post-grunge type sound. Not quite so aggressive as far as like new metal-ish sound. The third album pieces, I did not actually get a chance to listen to. They have their fourth album mm-hmm. titled 12-12-12. And that's actually the first album that I actually got to listen to when I found them because it was about 2012 when I started getting back into new metal and such. And I first heard that... It's a very good modern alternative metal album. Mm. I think that is a very good album all around. I really love the song Mammon Quarters for some reason. It's a song that just kind of hits with some kind of feeling for me. I don't know how to explain it, but I love
1: that album. I was going to say, it's interesting too, with with that album, they had a new uh, vocalist for that, I believe. I
0: was going to actually just mention that. Going through their band history, I mean, they were pretty consistent as far as the band members go, but for the fourth album, they did get a different vocalist named Hezzy. One thing that's awesome, it looks like they're basically still considered around, or at least they're not considered broken up right now. Maybe one day we'll hear some more new music from them but i did have a couple of interesting tidbits about this band members i mean it's not too surprising that there are bands within a certain music scene that share a lot of different mem- a lot of this you know same members or members sponsor around to different bands this band actually has a pretty strong connection to in the original singer when they when he left headplate he formed a band called angel the vocalist magnus was in the band from 2005 to 2012 and one of the guitarists, Niklas Angelin, I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that all correctly, <laughs> but he's a guitar- he's a guitarist from In Flames as well. Right? Okay? Nice. But what's also funny is that Nicholas started a band called Passenger. The basis for Passenger is a bassist from Headplate. And the vocalist huh. of Passenger is Anders from In Flames. <laughs> There's a song called um, In Reverse. That's a very good new metal-esque track, actually. That's kind of the funny thing is that track at least came out kind of a, a modern new metal style of song. So that's that's one thing. That's why I just really wanted to share that I thought was interesting about the band Headplate is how connected they are to other bands that I have listened to. I mean, you know, we're both pretty big uh, In Flames fans. I have listened to Angel before, but Passenger, the Passenger album is, is actually a pretty good album worth checking out.
1: That's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. And and as soon as you said Gothenburg, that was like one of the first bands that came to my head was in Flames. So that's really cool how they have that connection, you know, which would totally make sense given that from the same area. So that's really cool, man
0: like i said the, the thing is too like passenger isn't like a melodic death metal band they're kind of just more like an alternative metal band and they have some like new metalish songs in there especially the song in reverse there's a video for it out there what's funny i remember watching a video and the bassist looks like he's dressed as still like he's in a fucking new metal band fucking
1: baggy clothes <laughs> that's awesome
0: wallet chain you see him playing bass and the guy's hopping around Doing the fucking, like, new middle stage hop and shit while he's playing. He, he looks like he's just straight up being, you know, a new middle guitar player still. He
1: still has it in his blood, dude. That's awesome. That's awesome, yeah. <laughs> so
0: if you get a chance, you know, check out the, the song, check out the video, give some of their other songs a try. Not all of them are really new middle ish or anything like that a good album mm-hmm. otherwise worth checking out. That's awesome,
1: dude. That's all I have on the played for the moment. That's cool. Well, yeah, if you don't mind, I'm going to bring it on back into England. Uh, this band I actually like a lot. Just a short-lived kind of career for the most part. And this is another one of those bands where, like how I was saying with One Minute Silence, when I heard them, it's like the band was already broken up or they were getting close to getting broken up for this one. It's uh, Twin Method. Uh, these guys are just sick. Um, I just happened to f- come across these guys one night. I was just checking out a bunch of YouTube videos. And uh, this is before or, you know, I had Spotify or anything like that. So I would just try to find music on YouTube and usually go with the recommendations and everything. Came across Twin Method and I heard the song Fake and I was just like, man, like this is some really good stuff. Thinking that it's like something that I missed that it was one of those bands that were like maybe underground and they're around like in the late 90s, early 2000s. I just happened to just not hear of them. But yeah, I would say uh, their, their first major release was out in 2006, which it's like, that's right when, you know, new metal was technically dead and everything. So that's really impressive. Uh, these guys actually um, started in 2001. And then uh, it was around 2006, in February 2006, that they signed with Crash Music and then released their debut album, Volume of Self. That's the only album really that they released on a major label. They did that out in June of 2006. And uh, the cool part is they had this album produced by ex Machine Head fly guitarist Logan Mater, who if you guys don't know who Logan Mater is, he's a hell of a guitarist, but this guy has got his hands on some really other good albums that he has produced. So if you ever see a Logan Mater produced by, and it's some you know metal or new metal kind of uh, band, the sound of it, production-wise, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, but going back to Twin Method, uh, they toured with artists back in the day of uh, Medication, Drowning Pool. Uh, that was on their 2006 U.S. tour. Um, they got to play with American Head Charge um, on a European tour that year. They played with Soil, um, Typo Negative, Blood Simple. Um, and then also, too, which I think... That was another time when I heard their name. I just didn't know who they were. It was in 2007 when they were part of the Family Values Tour. And that was the one that was headlined by Korn and Evanescence. But they were working on their second studio album. Um, and then right up around early 2009, that's when they decided to split up. But I would highly recommend these guys. They have six band members. Or like when they were playing, they had six band members. So they had two singers. So they had you know, a melodic guy and a guy, a screamer. The, the drumming's good. I have a question. Yeah, go for it.
0: Weren't those two... Are those two vocalists, were they... Brothers or something?
1: They no, there, there's. Bro- I'm like getting them mixed up. Right, you're getting them mixed up because I was thinking the same thing. But no, it's actually the um, drummer Adam Carter and the bass player Matt Carter. So the drummer and the bass player are. But yeah, it's it's. Um, I, I would say you know when listening to these guys, when I first heard them and I still think about it, like they're kind of like a mix of Lincoln Park to where they use those samples that you know DJ Han would do, but also the singing style and just his sound is kind of Chester esque. And I would also put them in w- with a little bit of like spine shank because some of the times the way they sing they their hooks is very reminiscent of spine shank, in my opinion. And then I would just say just at points and times in their album, I was breaking in like a little bit of uh, Mudvane because they do do a little bit of like double bass and a little bit of like technical stuff here. For the most part, it's just like those, you know, real simplistic bouncy new metal riffs. They do kind of get a little chuggy, uh, which is cool too. Um, but it, it they have like, you know, real fast in your face songs. They kind of slow it down a little bit. But a, and a good passing back and forth between the singer and the guy that does you know the harsh vocals, and, and they do it you know, it's well timed throughout the album, it's done very well. Like I said, Fake was the first one I heard, I like that song a lot. Um, Lost Signal is another song, and then also, too, the one music video that you can actually find on YouTube if you type in Twin Method, the name of the song is called The Abrasive. Really cool music video, but that's another good song. Uh, real good hook, just really like these guys a lot, and the only thing that makes Makes me kind of sad is that turns out that looking these guys up shortly after I probably only knew about them or heard of them for a couple months and then I saw that they played The Haven in Winter Park Florida which was at the time where I was living which is still close to me I don't know like a 10 minute drive and they were there like six months prior at this you know this local bar that I always go to to watch shows and play shows and I'm like son of a bitch <laughs> so that was the closest I got to go check them out man I know and then I was like oh god like I would have loved to seen them live but you know and, and what I like about them too like they had the whole like get up with like the spiky hair you know like different colors each of them have like kind of owned their own color. Like one guy would be like, well, they all have like, you know, like black pants, but one guy, you know, it's like if he had an orange, he'd have orange shirt orange in his hair one guy have you know green on him and green on his hair and you know they do dread spikes it's just so like the look I loved about it too especially like you know here it is in 2005 2006 even some bands that are still technically new metal not only does their sound change but like they're they, they go completely away from that look and completely change their, their appearance on that too so I thought for a band that's still kicking it around 2005 and 6 like they're still doing that I just I thought that was awesome
0: yes I am actually semi familiar with Twin Method the abrasive is a song that i've come across over time you know just looking up things that were new metal i am glad you kind of touched on the whole different colors things because that was part of their gimmick or what you want to call it uh well the funny thing about twin method is that they have their guitarist i think which is what's the guitarist name
1: uh dean is it yeah yeah dean yep dean dean is his name (laughs) dean dean yeah
0: dean dean well, the funny thing is that there was a person that friended me on Facebook. I'm like, okay, you know, I see that they had a picture of him as, like, the profile, so I thought maybe they were just a huge fan for some reason, you know? Uh-huh. Just you know, oh old fellow New Metal fan or whatever. But then... I found out that this person kept posting like touring pictures of Twin Method, basically pretending to be Dean, uh, cl- basically claiming like to be Dean, like saying that oh we're on tour right now, you know. It's, but it's like a picture that's like fucking ten years old already. At oh that my point. god! So somebody was yeah, somebody <laughs> on Facebook was basically impersonating him, and I'm just like, it would. I mean, it wasn't even like they were just like saying like oh you know this band on tour or whatever. And he would only post pictures and pretend to be Dean. He would post pictures of Dean as himself basically. It's like, yeah, check out one of these awesome, you know, concert shots or whatever. Uh-huh. So it was one of those funny things that I Twin Method that uh ended up happening to me. Dude, I got, you know, I don't know how I get into these situations, these stories. <laughs> you know me, I, I got shit to share. God. Some good, some bad. But, you know, this is a very weird kind of, you know, case of... Somebody trying to you know personate you know a member of a of a band like that and
1: you know I caught on to it so, you so, know I'm sorry yeah I was gonna ask um, so did like a lot of people like interact like did they put comments were the people buying it or I you guess
0: know? I mean. Really, if you think about it, it's kind of genius because Twin Method wasn't really that big. Right. And they were, they're they're from England. So if people don't really realize, you know, aren't familiar with them as Americans or whatnot, impersonating a the, a member of a, a smaller time for international band, foreign band, whatever you want to say, you know, he got away yeah. with it pretty easily. But it, it was just like... <laughs> Yeah, he was just using all these, like, tour pics from the band, probably scraped them off some website and basically claiming a deep to be... Google search, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> basically claiming to be Dean from from the band. And, and Dean's, like, a fairly recognizable... You know, he's got a fairly recognizable image, you know, the yeah, long sure. fucking braided hair and the red, you know, and everything like that. Dude fucking stands out. But somebody was basically impersonating him. And I think I eventually, when I caught on... But the thing was I I didn't realize what the guy's you know name was it was a different name he wasn't saying his name was dean he said his name was something larson there's some other bullshit name Mm -hmm. i don't know if i was responsible for this but i do remember reporting that the profile was impersonating somebody i don't know what happened because i they weren't in my feed anymore i don't know if they actually you know got shut down or if somehow i was just found out and blocked i don't know Hmm. i know it's not easy to find out if somebody reports you for impersonating but maybe maybe you found out and blocked me trying to keep on keep up the facade you know i thought that was crazy. just an interesting story to share about twin method yeah that's that's man, wild man <laughs> you know some people out there just try to be somebody else try to you know live somebody else's life on life online you know oh yeah i hope nobody got catfished
1: by that though so yeah for real yeah that's some crazy stuff so uh so it'll be your turn next sir what uh what's what's the next band we're going to be talking about
0: so, the next band that we're going to be talking about is a pretty awesome band. I really like them. There is Apartment 26. Apartment 26 is a band that is mostly an industrial metal style band. Wikipedia does not right. it. says they're an American metal band, but they're not. So, Uh-oh. <laughs> we're, Apartment 26 is basically an industrial metal band, although they're listed as a new metal band, but they are more industrial than, than really new metal. They're from England. They started off in 98. Uh, Vocalist Terrence and guitarist John, bassist Lewis, and their keyboardist Andy formed the band back in 98. The name of the band is inspired by a David Lynch film by Eraserhead. That's interesting. Hmm. They had an EP called Within. I listened to that EP. Very good like underground industrial metal sound. I might even consider it somewhat close to digital hardcore. Hmm. I know they still have basically different sounds, but I noticed elements of digital hardcore in that album. It's a very, like, kind of rough produced album, but it fits it because, I mean, it's industrial metal. It's kind of what you expect from the sound. It was an interesting listen. Pretty good song. If you're into a little bit more old-school, rougher-sounding industrial metal. Definitely a an EP to, to check out. So yeah, they had an EP released in 99. They had Hallucinating in 2000 and Music for the Massive in 2004. Off of the album Hallucinating, there's a song called Backwards. Very popular song. It's the first track on the album. It's a great way to start off an album. I, love, I actually really like that song. I, I, a lot of people like it. It's a good song. <laughs> Now, as far as their second album goes, I would think of that being closer to being considered their new metal album, but there was still a lot more what I consider industrial elements to it. To me, calling Apartment 26 a new metal band is kind of a French case of being considered new metal. I think it's somewhat about the fact that they are industrial-ish and coming out right at 2000. I mean, they were really, you know, kind of in the thick of it as far as new metal went. In 99 and 2000, they were on tour on the OzFest tour. They got to tour with bands like Pongman 5000 and 7Dust. And I think this must be the same it's the same show I was talking about, I think, on our first episode as far as seeing Primer 55 and Stained, because they did tour with Stained. They must have been the opening band that I got to see like about five minutes yeah, of when I, I first so. got there. Yeah, It's kind of like refreshing my memory a little bit talking about them touring with Stained, because I, I think I only got to see them for a little bit. I think we got to the show late and didn't get to see them play.
1: Yeah, I would say like I, I I always remember hearing the name, but um I yeah this this was one of those bands that just it never really fell. You know, deep in my radar to where I, I checked it out. So, uh but yeah, for sure, this is definitely a band that check out a few of their tunes and, and see, but...
0: As far as their third album goes, Music for the Massive, it's not as as much of what I consider industrial. It's kind of got a little bit more jazz elements to it, I guess. Not like talking about using a saxophone or anything like that, but just the structuring of the songs. It's kind of more jazzy, I guess, in a weird way. It's like, I guess I would wow. say jazz-infused <laughs> industrial metal in a fucking way. It's kind of, it's kind of different. It's different. It's a little bit different than what you hear on, on Hallucinating. Uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's a little bit of, I don't want to say it's a huge departure. It was just listening to it compared to Hallucinating, it was something different. But they, I mean, they had four years between Hallucinating and Music for the Massive. So they probably explored some different, what different direction, I guess, musically a little bit. It's still kind of, you know, a heavier album. It's just not quite what I expected there.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, shoot, if if it's a little, a little jazzy for sure <laughs> that's kind of crazy there is a song i
0: think it was on the third album called uh dylan Laugh." that's a, a pretty good song on the third album i believe it's on third album cool man
1: awesome all right well i got one more oh I've, oh, oh, oh whoops. you got some more
0: i'm gonna i'm going to i'm gonna yes one more uh, very interesting fact about apartment 26 is that the senior terrence biff butler mm-hmm. is the son of geezer butler from black sabbath
1: Dude, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know if he knew that before. No, a little bit of nepotism there, but I think they, you know, getting on the Ozfest tour and all that stuff. But I think they tried to really kind of stand out from their own. Because I mean, they're they're nothing like hearing Your Black Sabbath at all, right? Really, it's not like he's trying to be like his dad's music or anything like that. Apartment Twenty Six, you know, really stands out on its own, as far as
1: I'm concerned. Oh, that's pretty cool, dude.
0: Back to what you were how you were gonna go.
1: Oh yes, yes. Okay. So I got I got one more. It's another one from uh, they're from Liverpool. Uh d- dig these guys a lot. Um, unfortunately they kinda had just a real quick uh, career, but uh number one son. So if you ever check these guys out online, you just literally type out number one, just not the number one, so number one son.
0: O-N-E. O-N-E. and Yes,
1: O-N-E. E. Thank you, Tom. We gotta spell things out know, on this podcast, right. remember? You can't you can't see me doing like my hand movements, like this is how it looks like. All right. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so these guys, like, it's cool. What I love about them, Uh, they came out with an album in 2001, majority of one. And uh, their big hit songs would be Hourglass and Contrast. Um, Hourglass, I believe, is a music video that you can check out on YouTube. Um, Really good song. Um, really love the singer in this band obviously since you know I've been a singer myself it, that's the one thing I do look into as far as a band like in order for me to really get into them, singer's gotta be somewhat good and then if I really like that band, chances are it's because they have like a really good singer but uh, this guy's just got like good you know melody. he screams well, he, he does good rap. I mean it's got it's got a little bit of everything you want in this album where it goes in different directions to where some are just more straightforward and heavy. You know, where it's just like, you know, just like hard beats and he's screaming. Other ones, it's like a little bit more like, you know, flowier with like like a hip hop vibe. And then there's like slower songs where like, you know, he's kind of showcasing his more melodic, you know, vocals. Really good stuff. They had a follow-up album that they released in 2003 and they ended up breaking up, unfortunately, two years later. So yeah, Lessons was the name of the album in 2003, which that album was good, but it was one of those to where it's like you hear the first album and you can already sense that they're kind of starting to steer away a little bit from, you know, that new metal sound. Um, It was still really good because the guy, again, like I said, he's a really good singer in my opinion. Um, So it was a little bit more straightforward, you know, kind of like rock or alternative metal, not as much rapping, if anything, in in the second one. Still a good album, but I mean, definitely I would strongly suggest the majority of one. Uh, Front to back, it's it's again, one of those albums where the whole thing I just really enjoy. It's it's really good stuff. So again, number one, O.N.E., number one, Son. Uh, Check him out for sure.
0: I'm trying to figure out where they got the name from, Number One Son, because I did a little bit of a Wikipedia searching here. Mm-hmm kind of looking for the band and there is a something regarding Charlie Chan number one son well, well you know what actually i could i guess number one son kind of makes sense if we're talking about the like your first born son or something like that maybe that's where it comes from maybe it's actually a biblical thing think about it number one son the uh remember the uh the 10 commandments whatever it is whatever uh-huh. part of the bible
1: it is <laughs> that you one know, thing the yeah. first born
0: the first yeah that that one kind of you know somewhat important biblical thing oh for, happened, like right? first
1: born Son, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I wonder if that's kind of like what it's actually referencing. Yeah, like you know the what, firstborn like, son, if that's where
1: they're getting the name from, or maybe it's like we're number one, son. I, I don't know. number one. That you know what we're that works one, too. Son. That works too. Yeah, uh, but no, I mean, like I, I did try to look up some stuff from these guys and and I didn't really get to find much of anything. Uh so for one of these bands that we're reviewing, this is one that I've like listened to and I actually had a friend of mine recommend me these guys. So if it wasn't for them, I, I don't think I ever would have known of these guys. But really good stuff. Again, it's just if if you're into stuff again where it has like a little bit of rap, good clean singings, good screams, um, you know, and, and just kind of like an album that kind of like flows. It's not just like the same song with the same tempo every time. Something that you guys will definitely like for sure.
0: Right on. It's something I'll check out later on when I get a chance. I never heard of these guys until you started bringing them up for the podcast. So looking forward to checking this out.
1: All right, Tom, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and tell everybody what happened in this week in New Metal. Obviously, we're recording on March 1st here. So this week will be from like the 27th of February, technically, to March 5th. So looking down in the dates of history on March 3rd, 2017, now this may be debatable as far as a New Metal band, but Amur releases Look at Yourself. And the reason why I put this in the New Metal history is because, I mean, they've always had that New Metal influence, but I think this is one of the albums. Uh, look at yourself that they really kind of lean more into that new metal sound and one strong recommendation would be their song Gucci Prison listen to Gucci Prison and and that'll tell you everything you need to know so I I don't know your thoughts on that Tom but to me I I think like more recent Amur is definitely new metal-esque compared to like when they first came out I
0: definitely know the band Amur I really don't listen to them much for any reason because I did hear them more earlier on so they had that more death courts right uh, death court style I never really caught on with them but I am aware you know Muir is at least Frankie the Senior is highly influenced with new metal I mean I think he even says he models his life after Fred Durst or something like that
1: pretty much yeah <laughs> Yeah, like pretty, pretty much be as big as Fred
0: Durst if he can so yeah so no not one bit surprised that they are very heavily influenced by new metal in their sound even
1: yeah because you know a couple of my buddies that you know like we're all like new metal guys when Muir first came out like oh you gotta check out this band look at the way they move in the music video i'm like okay well the way that they're moving like if you put it on mute i'm like oh this is gonna be a, yeah this is a new metal band right but then like when you turn it on it's not quite it it's yeah it's, it's like a deathcore deathcore
0: shit
1: yeah it was a little bit different but i'm not, then... calling, I'm,
0: not ta- uh, I'm not calling deathcore shit i'm just saying well, no deathcore right shit <laughs> right <laughs> well yeah just, i want to put that in the, i want to make sure anybody listening to this knows this, i'm not calling deathcore shit please we don't i'm not hate saying that
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh you know, and then also for the fact that Frankie I think is the only original member in this band now, so I think he kinda calls a yeah, um, shot.
0: Most of the original band well, all the original band members at some point now have left right. the band. So anyway,
1: there there is Amure. Moving on into March fifth, uh March fifth of two thousand seven. Have you ever heard of MTV Unplugged? What is that, Tom? The- oh gee. <laughs> you
0: know, but, I think I heard this band Nirvana. They might have played uh MTV Unplugged once, yeah. you know, maybe
1: and Alex and Change or something yeah but yeah, uh Alex and, <laughs> Alex and Change uh yeah so March 5th 2007 Korn releases MTV Unplugged Korn which I really, really miss those old MTV Unplugs. I I doubt they even do them anymore. And if so, it's probably artists I honestly just don't care about. It's
0: probably, it's easier for like bands to kind of do it themselves. If you go on YouTube, you'll find bands that have done acoustic versions of songs themselves and just put it on YouTube or some shit like that instead of, you know, making it part of a record or whatever. You'll find, I'm not saying you'll find it for everything, but there's people who do acoustic covers of songs on YouTube anyways. I mean, I I heard an acoustic cover of fucking Move Bitch by (laughs) Ludifig. <laughs> you know. All right. Send somebody me did up an acoustic the cover. Show. They're walking through like a coffee. Yeah. They're walking through a coffee shop singing Move Bitch with an acoustic guitar. So. That's fantastic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so speaking of covers, um, on March 6th. Good segue, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. But March 6th. Oh. Yeah, 2001. This band got big huge on a cover which actually was a ringtone on my old Nokia. You know like the small like little oh, yeah, yeah that, that I'm that's totally 2001. Yes.
0: Indestructible periculum. It would not old, be right?
1: defeated. <laughs> but um alien ant farm they released um anthology so they have the smooth criminal which i still love that it. dude it's, okay. it's so good I, that, I love that, that is a
0: really good cover yeah i mean that's gonna be a classic cover that's gonna live on for a long while especially since you know michael jackson's passing and everything like that it's gonna live on as one of those notoriously popular michael jackson covers
1: yeah i mean it was just so. done I, I just think it was done really well and it just cool and i love the music video like the guys are so goofy yeah really good stuff and uh anthology you know and and, and i know this has kind of been debatable in, in some circles but Some people are like I don't know if it's new metal And I'm like Well I I think it it, it had A little bit of new metal in them But they were more like Like rock or alternative But they did definitely have Like a new metal side to them Um, I mean if you ever listen to the song Wish off that album Definitely a new metal track
0: Kind of a fringe case Of being new metal
1: Yeah So but you know what I'm going to lump them in there So (laughs) Moving into March 7th uh, That's when Disturbed In March 7th 2000 Disturbed released their debut album The Sickness And then February 28th of 2005 which would lead into March, my March 7th story. This is 2005. This is not such a happy news story, but this is when um, Static X fired Trip Eisen because of his arrest for uh, those sex offenses involving a minor. So it was then on March 7th, so pretty much like a week later, uh, Fukita Fukuda, excuse me, I hope I didn't butcher that, uh, rejoined Static X after being five years away from the band. So they're able to get the original guitarist back on March 7th of 2005
0: Koichi leaving Sag was a pretty big deal and I just remember reading an article regarding his departure from the band Mm-hmm. that he was tour was like done touring with the band. He was at home in his apartment. I mean I I I'm I'm just kind of going off of my memory here. I don't know if this is exactly what happened. Koichi's on Facebook. Maybe I can contact him and ask him if this was actually the case or not. I just remember reading an article regarding his departure from Static X. He kind of just was in his apartment and he just said he didn't really want to do it anymore. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. if you know that story, I've heard that story or whatnot. It just it, it is kind of strange. Somebody that was an original member of Static X and of such a defining band, you know, mm. popular defining industrial metal new metal band, and you know, he just all of a sudden just didn't want to do it anymore. I guess I would like to actually get the the real the the real dirt on you know that you know whether or not that was truly the case or if it's just some story that's been heard over the you know over the years. But I thought I remember reading an article in some rock magazine regarding his departure and he just kind of just didn't want to do it anymore yeah i mean it, like he just had no passion for it at that time
1: it, it could definitely happen i mean you know m- musicians do burn out there's times where you know is it stress from the road is it you know writer's block you're not getting along with the band members um maybe all it's
0: a fame i mean like seriously fame, some people yeah. just don't want the fame they're they very good musicians and all that stuff but just don't really care for all the attention.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's certainly that. There's also, you know, just the time and and commitment. That band is essentially like, you know, your second marriage if you're already married or, you know what I mean? Or it's like your girlfriend. So, you know, so when it comes to like family home, it's a huge,
0: it's a relationship. It's a relationship. Oh
1: yeah, it certainly is. So like, you know, if, you know, when you're in a band, you know, like I was in a band with at one point in time, five other guys. So a total of six of us. So it's six different dudes with six different opinions and you got to try to make everybody happy. So it is definitely, yeah, it's definitely like marriage in a relationship for sure so uh but yeah like i I never remembered or or heard as to why he left i mean and, and he could very well have just you know at that time just been burnt out you know sometimes if you just need a little bit of a hiatus or a break away from it and then you get the creative juices flowing and then you get like that you get the uh motivation to go out there and do it again so
0: all right do you have anything else for us this week or
1: no, no, those, those were just the, uh, the bands that I personally like from England. I just wanted to share with, so uh, that's, that's what I have. Well, except for, you know, we got one more, and I will definitely let you uh, announce that. It's a band that both you and I like a lot.
0: The band that we're going to talk about next is one of these newer, new metal bands that have come up and putting out some awesome songs, awesome music. It is the band Blood Youth from England. I'm going to start off just talking about my first introduction to Blood Youth. I have listened to the rock radio new metal station and I heard Starve. And I was just really actually quite blown away by how it sounded and how it had all the elements of a classic new metal sound. A little bit harsher, a little bit more modern guitar tones and all that stuff, but it started off basically just like how you would hear a a rather typical corn song start off. Mm -hmm. You know, you got kind of a a high-pitched guitar drumming there and then just kicks into a fucking really heavy rhythm groove there. When I first heard that at the beginning of that song, I was really fucking blown away that there was a band like this out there doing that kind of sound there too.
1: Well yeah, and and all it's almost like when you hear it, it's it's like they're taking you in a time machine to like go back that time. I, I definitely hear what you're saying. Like when you're hearing the music, you're like, Man, like this is coming out now?
0: Yeah, Starvis from 2018, so you mentioned them on uh, the last episode. You're talking about, you know, new metal news of the week, and was in 2018, I believe, when they first released that album. Yes, correct? Mm-hmm. So, four years old, and making awesome music and all that stuff now, or still, you know, making awesome new metal at the time. Fucking just amazing, just really blew me away at the time. I have listened to other songs from them. Some of the songs are a little bit more extreme, a little bit more heavier than, than Starve, but they have a lot to offer as a band, especially given what they've already done in the you know new metal style already.
1: Right, yeah, and and have you ever checked anything out prior to Starve? It's it's kind of interesting because they they weren't they didn't always start out as like new metal. It was more of just like hardcore punk, melodic hardcore. Maybe that's what I heard was something
0: from, from before Starve. I don't remember exactly which album or whatnot that those other songs came from. I was just, you know, on YouTube and just trying to check out other offerings from them, you mm-hmm. know. But I, I, like I said, I really fell in love with Starve. I have listened to other stuff from them, but I don't know offhand what title tracks or anything like that. You're going to talk about another song by them that you can share your experience with.
1: These are just another band one of these bands that I came across through just the good old algorithm of Spotify. Uh, they were on a release radar and never heard of them, but I saw the you know the artwork. Uh, the artwork of Star was like really sick. So they got me they were one of those bands that I found through an algorithm in Spotify. And, uh, you know, on the release radar on a Friday and, you know, I saw the name and the artwork looked really cool. So I checked it out. It was Nerve. And that song, I was like, wow, man, like you can just tell just from the get go within the first 10, 15 seconds, like, okay, this is this is a new metal song. Is it going to be a good one? It was just sick. I mean, the whole album is really good. Spineless is another good song. You know, these guys definitely kind of I don't know. I I can kind of hear influences of of Slipknot with, uh, you know, like a Soulfly slash Sepultura a little bit of like helmet throw them all in a blender it's pretty good and these guys actually do a cover of Slipknot as well so I mean
0: I'm not sure if I'm familiar with the Slipknot cover or not but I believe I'm familiar with Nerve Nerve sounds familiar and that's definitely you're right it's another just fucking awesome newer new metal sounding song you know maybe a little bit heavier than you might expect for new metal but it's got so much there that just feels like new metal as well
1: I think Starved, like, they really nailed it. Um, I love the, just, like, the melodic choruses that kind of come out of nowhere, too, in, in some of those. Uh, their most recent album, Visions of Another Hell, that came out just of October of 2021. I agree with you, Tom. Like, it's it's good stuff. I mean, but it, they're kind of veering towards a little bit of, like, a heavier style, like, less... A
0: little bit back to more of a chorus metal chorus type of sound or something.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, which it's good, it's good, but um, Starve definitely does have just that new metal, you know, feel to it. It's it's fantastic.
0: The name of the album is Starve as well. That's just the album to to check out if you want to hear another awesome band from England doing that new metal style in the modern times. Great album to check out. The other thing too, uh, unfortunately, about Blood Youth is their vocalists that they had on these first few albums, unfortunately, had to leave the band, step away from the band due to personal reasons. They do have a new vocalist again, obviously. Unfortunately, I can't remember his name off the top of my head.
1: Harry Rule? Harry, yes. Harry Rule. Harry Rule. 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 Just rolls off your tongue, you know?
0: Rule, yeah. <laughs> Harry Rule, I have to say, we, we wish you the best, man.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah, 100%.
0: Now we're going to try new new metal sound. Uh, see how you you know feel about this band. Okay. I just found out about them. One of the members actually posted a bunch of information about themselves in, a, in one of the new metal Facebook groups that we're in. This is a band from Poland. They're called Dot BHP. And they're a band that is like really new, like really fucking fresh. Like their music is only about a year old, I should say. They have they have videos that are only like a month old also, but they have some music out from last year. I don't know what of the music, what of the songs that I've listened to that are better than others. So I'm just going to kind of pick one and see what you think of it.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: I'm going to have to send it to you on Facebook here, I believe.
1: Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, I got my Facebook up.
0: So this is .BHP. They are from Poland. And this is the video for the song, Drift Away. You know, this is a video from just last year here. So give it a listen and check it out. They're a little bit different. Uh, I think you'll see that right away. But listen to it. Check it out.
1: Okay, here we go. (laughs) I've seen these guys before.
0: Oh you have? Okay, I didn't know that.
1: I didn't I didn't know that either when you told me the name. So Drift Away, yeah? That's uh yeah, that, that, that's uh that's an interesting band. It was funny because like, I think I came across them just randomly a couple months ago and, and I saw that music video, but I, I wanted to listen to it again to kind of get reacquainted with it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. You know, you got the female where, you know, she's got the raps and the bass player, guitar player doing the, you know, the backing uh, screams. The, the, the rapping was just okay for me, honestly. I mean, I, I understand like, you know, like it's not so much like the language thing or anything. It's just more of just like the flow
0: and also, it's kind of like the production of uh, the vocal production in it also kind of takes away from it. It's kind of funny, kind of reminds me of an older, like, you know, local band on a what's it I'm thinking of all that our local access yeah, TV I gotcha. channel or something right, like that. Right. It's just that kind of like level of production quality. I don't know if it's an intentional or just what they got, but I mean, kind of works, but I think it'd be better mm-hmm. if her vocals were brought up front more. I think the the song would benefit from that. They do have one that was released back in January. I don't know if you've seen that one also
1: or not. Wasted light. No, I think this is the only one that I've seen before. So wasted. Okay, lights. so I just happen to pick the one that you actually do know. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I'll, I I actually have found it. I can go ahead and uh, give it a rip here.
0: Yeah, if you want to listen to that too, that's uh, up to you. Sure, man. I don't mind featuring them because I mean this is a this is a very young band that obviously heavily inspired by New Bell. They're taught, you know, they they list themselves as a new Male band. They're kind of different, at least to you know, they've got a, a female singer, she's trying to do some rap, she's trying to do some more passionate emotional vocals as well. Mm-hmm. Can probably hear that in wasted light. Cool. Give give that a listen. Yeah, sure. I'm actually gonna listen to it myself also. <laughs> but you said it's the last time, last time. Go and show the world its highlight.
1: Waste of Light. I, that one I dig, man. I really, really dig that one.
0: Yeah, that one was pretty good. I, I like it too. Definitely think this band has a lot of potential. Yeah. Her vocals, like, it's kind of funny. Like, I swear that having that kind of soft, your spoken female uh, vocals, I mean, over like distorted guitars like that. I swear, like, that's kind of something I kind of heard in like the early nineties. Mm-hmm. There were some bands that might have tried to pull that kind of thing off, but they incorporate some, you know, heaviness into it. Also, she actually seems to have capability of doing like the rough vocals. Of course, they incorporate the, the DJ and the scratch and everything Yeah, like that,
1: that. that's that's what actually like really um, kind of threw me off at first was that pre-chorus where, you know, she's like, it's just getting heavy again after, you know, because they come in heavy and it's just like kind of, it kind of takes a step back and it's just like real like moody and, and boom, out of nowhere, it's like that pre-chorus was sick. And yeah, she's showcasing like her harsh vocals. I'm like, whoa, and it's really nice. And I love how they tied into that chorus too. And they had like that big, you know, three chord open chorus where, you know, she... It, it bounced
0: into it right. it didn't really sell too out of place like they didn't just jump right into it they kind of worked their way a little bit into that instead we're just going to turn heavy all of a sudden they, they worked their way up to it a little bit at least there's a somewhat of a transition into yeah that. yeah it was
1: very seamless and and i like you know the way that the chorus went and you know she even kind of showed a little bit more range in this song which was good uh i just i mean and i really liked yeah the
0: more range, definitely yeah, and, in and song. the hook
1: is, like, really, really good. It, it was kind of interesting, like, like, the way that it started, and then it had, like, just kind of, like, the eerie, moody kind of vocals, and it gets, like, heavy again. I'm not saying it's a direct comparison, but it kind of put me in the mind of songs like, you know, like Payback from Flaw, where it kind of does, like, it kind of takes you on that similar trip, you know, through a song. Uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, I kind of felt like, but what it's what eh, I can't talk today. <laughs> it's this song is what kind of made me think of that, you know, like just like kind of like where it, it kind of takes you a little bit around. It's not just like a straightforward song, which that's what I love about it. Yeah. Solid track, man. Really good.
0: Her vocals over the distorted kind of mid-tempo guitar like that is, can't remember which band it was, but definitely heard bands like this kind of in the early 90s. It's kind of refreshing to hear that again, but they're also transitioning into heavier parts of their song as well, and I think that's Mm -hmm. great. They incorporate the DJ. The DJ didn't really seem out of place or anything like that. It actually felt like another element of the song. Not really, like, out of nowhere type of deal or anything like that. But you can tell, even from just watching there there really are, you know, obviously fans of new metal. They, they do like to incorporate whatever elements of new metal they can. Just kind of blend it all together and make whatever kick-ass song they can yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. You know they're very they're very young they're a very young band too. You can tell they all their members are pretty young. Yeah, theirs. definitely
1: from checking out the uh, the music videos. But yeah, I was going to say I'm I'm looking forward to checking more.
0: We listened to "Drift Away" and "Wasted Light" from BHP. They're out of Poland. Another awesome European band to to share with everybody here. That would be uh, it for this week's episode of Breathing New Life, as far as as, far as I can tell here. <laughs>
1: yeah, man. No, we covered a lot. No, I mean, again, BHP, uh, Drift Away, it's a really good song. You guys can check them out on YouTube. Um, speaking of websites and everything, you know, don't be afraid to reach out to us on Facebook, uh, Instagram. You know, head us up. Well, we do have a Twitter
0: ooh. account, but um, it's just uh, called New Life Podcast because somebody actually has Breathing New Life as their fucking handle, and I'm Son pissed of off. Bitch. And Twitter wouldn't do anything for me for that. I'm like, they they don't post anything. Like, can I can I just take over that handle? <laughs> then they're just like, oh no, sorry, these things happen. Yeah. Uh. I don't know, maybe if maybe if I get to the point that I can actually truly trademark this, it, that'd be great, but uh, I don't know yet. I did want to mention one other thing. We talked about, in our very first episode, the band uh, Revoid. I found out, at least, thanks to Scott in one of the New Metal Facebook groups, that they are apparently from Russia. There is not a whole lot of other music from them. There's the two songs that we listened to there in that episode. They do have a cover uh, by the band Cold. Um, let me see. Besides their songs, Sides of the Sane and The Heels, they do a cover of the Cold song, Without You. Oh, nice. But that's about the only other things I can find by them. It's all just those two songs right now. Nothing's been updated since January of 2019, which is kind of sad because those two songs are pretty awesome. I would like to hear anything more from them in that style of music. Not many bands really do that. And especially pull it off that well at the same time. So uh, Rev Void, if uh, it gets to you guys, you guys have a couple of fans here, you know, really love those songs. So. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> okay, now that I would say that that wraps up this week's episode of Breathing New Life. Yes, sir. Thanks again. I'm, I'm Tom. I'm Jeremy. And remember. And let's be
1: sure to keep it new.
0: new. <laughs> we got to try to sync up right, a little what? bit better when we do that. Oh, well.
1: Yeah, yeah. We're going to work on that. We promise. (laughs) Next time. (laughs) Peace.